Well, Ulysses, we promised everybody that we would be at FanFest, and we were there, and we have some things to talk about from that. Yes, we have a lot to talk about, a lot of people to thank, so let's get started right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Race podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Race, as well as all the other traditional platforms, uh, podcast platforms, I should say. Uh, and give us a check out on Instagram and Twitter at Locked on Rays. And as always, you can email us or send us a voice memo to lockdownrays at gmail.com. So, Ulysses, we were at FanFest 2023 for the Tampa Bay Rays, a huge, huge crowd. Um, but I think before we dive into uh, the nitty gritty and our observations from uh, that uh, morning and afternoon, I, should we just go ahead and thank everybody that we met and encountered and interacted with on Saturday? Yes, yes, we definitely should. We had conversations with all uh, of you and it was awesome to meet you. And uh, some of you we, we approached to, some of you uh, just recognized us, some of you were just uh, happenstance. And it was really, really lovely to, to chat baseball with you guys. And uh, yeah, do you, ha do, do you have the, uh, a list? Yes, I do. So uh, we have in no particular order here, uh, Christian, Ryan, Sydney, Mia, and her wonderful family, Caden, Gary, Dave, Jack, Mary Claire, Melissa, Carlos, Chase, and Austin. A lot of people that uh, were awesome at FanFest and that we were able to chat with and, and talk with and, and get some uh, just fans of the show and, and talk a little bit, bit of baseball uh, as well. Yeah, and uh, all, all of you had really <laughs> nice things to say, and so I really do want to appreciate uh, you know your, your words, your support. It's really cool that something that we began in uh, what was this June? I think I remember June tenth, twenty nineteen, has grown to be what it is, uh, and has like a little niche um, audience uh, for race fans, and hopefully it keeps growing. Uh, every time that you meet a race fan and you watch us and, and you listen to us, make sure to tell somebody else and, and hopefully they, they can be part of the family. And, you know, we're on our way to 1000 on subscribers on YouTube. I think we passed 630 after the fan fest. So that was really cool. So nice. thank you all so much for giving us the thumbs up and, and subscribing to the channel. That's really, really cool. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's dive into it. Uh, we put out on Twitter, what was the best thing about FanFest 2023? And what was the worst thing about FanFest 2023? Ulysses, what do you want to start with? Best or worst? I think best. Okay, let's go with best. What was the best thing or things uh, from that event on Saturday for you? Uh, the best for me was the the good, the good mood, the perhaps great mood that you could sense um around the stadium it was it was so unique um you know i i'm not i'm usually more of a science driven person i don't really 
you know, like, but, but the vibes, I do believe in vibes. And yeah. <laughs> there were really good vibes at Tropicana on Saturday. And that was really cool to see. Everybody was smiling. It, it seemed like everybody was really having a good time. I saw the players being incredibly approachable. I didn't see any standoffish uh, behavior. I, I, I saw uh, fans helping each other. Uh, with directions, I where's the yard yeah. sale? Where where can I get this or that? That was really cool. The people that were working the event, which honestly, it must kind of suck to have to get up early on a Saturday yeah. and go to work. You know, everybody and, and has customer service. I mean, you know, yes. dealing with the people, the customer's always right. Uh, I think Larry David said it best. Usually, the customer's wrong and an idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and having to deal with the amount of people that are coming through, like. I would hate to be a Disney employee, like the crap that you have to deal with. And I'm sure that for the most part, everybody was, um, you know, easy to work with. But I'm sure that, you know, some of those uh, people that have those thankless jobs, you know, you know, they may hear it from a, a fan or two or three. And, and the ones that we, we've got to talk to, they were very friendly and they were awesome. They were having a good time. So really, I think the best thing was the ambiance, the, the, the environment, yeah. every, the, the good mood. Everybody was cheerful. And I think that you need to have that. It's it's a new season. Everybody's already like in a good mood. You know, <laughs> we haven't seen any heartbreaking losses in 2023. No Kevin crash moments, right? right? No, why are you substituting that guy for that guy moment? Everything is, is happy. Everything is great. Um, so, yeah, that, I think that's the main takeaway for me personally was just the good ambiance that, that I saw on Saturday. You mentioned uh, players being very willing to interact with the fan base and take photos and chum it up a little bit. Was there a particular player that stood out to you most in being extremely gregarious and forthcoming with that? I'll mention two. Okay. Uh, Francisco Mejia. Yes. Uh, he was taking pictures with everybody. I think some guys started chanting his name mm -hmm. and he was just having a ball. He was, he looked like he was blushing, but you know, he was having a good time and, and he said no to, to, to no one that I, yeah. that, I, that I saw. And then the other guy was Luis Patino. He was mm. heading out of the to the exit, but as soon as everybody saw him, stopped him for an autograph or for a picture with a smile, he did it, and he was heading out, but he wasn't going to say no, and that was a really, really cool thing. He kept moving, but that was a really cool thing to to see is just, you know, the, hey, look, it's it's mo mostly it's going to be this one time, right, that, the, right. that you're going to have this kind of interaction with the fans so if you're able to just give a, a moment of your time which it which is very precious i mean we don't have a lot of things to to give as human beings time is definitely one of the most expensive things that we can give to another human being yes that was a really cool thing to to see the that, that from the players yeah that's awesome i mean i was probably closest to francisco mejia and he just seemed to really eat it up and really enjoy it and uh, I think the uh, female officer was kind of hitting on him just from afar. I kind of <laughs> gathered that she was digging him as well, but no, it was great to see all of that for sure. Um, I agree with you on the whole, just seeing the crowd, all the families, everybody in raised gear and just um, the enthusiasm for the upcoming season. And mm -hmm. I heard the number was around 12,000, more than 12,000 fans that came through. It honestly seemed more than that. Um, I yeah. don't know. Uh, I, I'm sure there's uh, obviously they have a mechanism for determining how many people walk through the gates and walk through the doors, but um, it was definitely 
a very well attended affair. I think part of it is one, it's a free event. Two, um, it's been three years. Uh, wait, 2020, 2021. Yeah, three plus years since the last fan fest. So people were chopping at the bit for that yeah. opportunity. And I didn't even care. I mean, it was kind of crazy that normally I complain about the length of time it takes to park and get into the stadium. But um, it was kind of refreshing to see the line backed up all the way out the door, all the way around the parking lot. And it took us, I mean, Ulysses, we went into the gates together and we were waiting, what, at least a half an hour to be able to get inside because the line was so long. Like, it, yeah, I mean, we were able to to talk and, and converse a little bit. And I mean, we were kind of like, wow, oh, man, this could be a while before we get in. But at the end of the day, I think it's a good thing. It, it shows that, yes, there is a true passionate fan base um, here in Tampa Bay. There is. Of course there is. And I, I think it was we know that as race fans, because obviously you're in the you're 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 in the area. You know that there is a passion for it. But it was really nice to see. 12,000, which I mean, to me, to me, it looked like way more than 12,000. Yeah. But again, perspective is a you know what sometimes. Uh, so, okay, fine. It's 12,000, 12,000. But I, I could have, I could have sworn it was upwards to 15 to 20. Like it, right. it really was, was, was awesome to see that, that big long line. It wasn't that awesome as well to, to be in, in the Florida uh, sun. But again, we had even a perfect weather. Like uh, it, yeah. it was windy, it was breezy. It wasn't even that that scorching hot. It was it was lovely. It would have been. And let's great also if, take you know, into account it was a obviously when you live in an area like this, there's always something going on, always some other distraction. But and I think part of the reason that I four was so backed up, depending on when you tried to get to the trap for Fan Fest, uh, going on. And a lot of county fairs going on. I believe Pasco County Fair, Osceola County Fair. I mean, a lot of different uh, directions that are being pulled through that. So mm -hmm. for people to show up for a couple hours, I think I think that's big for sure. The other thing, uh, one of my best moments uh, from Fan Fest was uh, the the interviews that Neil Solon's and crew did with the players, particularly Josh Lowe, uh, Curtis Mead, friend of the program and uh who am i leaving out jonathan aranda and you know it's a lot of easy you know tee off answers but or tee off questions and you know nothing hard hitting uh per se but i did like one of the questions from neil on hey which prospect do you all see as hey this guy needs more love he needs more attention and they all mentioned different names of uh osla vispasabe junior caminero in Taj Bradley. So I think that was a cool add in, uh, by, um, by Neil among the other questions that he put forth to them. I, I agree with you. That was the best question that, that he, that he asked the, those three players. Um, you know, it's, it's slow pitch fast, uh, slow pitch softball, you know, those yeah. interviews, which is okay. Like that's, I mean, what, what are you going to ask the guys, you know, rocket science questions or anything like that. But yeah, that, that was, I think a, a really, um, a really good one for other fans to hear those names from the players. Yes. I mean, the players, they, they see these guys playing, um, mm -hmm. they share locker rooms. And and so that, that was, I agree with you. That was a, yeah. that was a really good question. And I hope that Neil likes those, uh, those props uh, by you. And, you know, he unblocks you from Twitter or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think he was giving me the, the death stare once or twice. So uh, because yeah. of my Neil Solomon's impression, you know, it's all in good fun here. Um, good fun. You know, gotta, 
hey, just it, it is what it is. That's that's what we're about. Um, so those are uh, some of the best moments from FanFest. We'll get to uh, our worst moments or worst experience or experiences from FanFest. And we also have some listener comments as well uh, on their experience overall at FanFest. But before we do that, uh, we first have to tell you about FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel. It is America's number one sports book. Uh, new customers get a no sweat first bet for up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So just download the FanDuel Sports app. It is safe, secure, and super easy to use. So uh, FanDuel, actually, I should say, additionally, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. A lot of opportunities here at FanDuel to uh, make some money if you're interested. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet for up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, Ulysses, moving on to the worst thing about FanFest. What comes to mind for you? Sydney didn't bring chocolates from her chocolate store, uh, Peterbrook. And uh, I was really upset about that. Didn't have any chocolates. So that was my worst. I think she'd have like a a baseball chocolate or something. Yeah, let's give a shout out to her. Uh, Peterbrook Chocolatier. She's yeah. based out of, we normally don't do this. Normally you have to pay for advertising here. And maybe the bosses will get upset, but I don't really care. Uh, they're located <laughs> at uh, 777 North Ashley Drive, Sky Point Suite D2 in Tampa, Florida, a.k.a. downtown Tampa. So, uh, and she had a, a cool uh, thing that w- she was getting signed as well, like a, a Bugs Bunny baseball, raised baseball animation, if you will. Yeah, we, we definitely, uh, it was done by, uh, I think his name is Preston. I forget his first name though. Um, but yeah, he's really cool. He's really active on Twitter. She got that from an auction and was getting it signed by all players. We made sure to retweet it. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, look at our Twitter feed and you will, you will see it. Um, no, I mean, worst, worst thing. Um, I can't believe it's taking you time to think about this. Cause I've got like, I mean, I, I've got some negativity to me, but I'm, I'm ready to. I don't know. Well, about then, go you know off. what? This is this is great. You, we, I usually am the one that rants. Kevin, take the mic, rant away. What were all of the negative things? And I'll tell you if they were they could be negatives on my book. But go okay. ahead, shoot them off. I mean, I don't have a ton of negative things. Obviously, this is it's just the name of the game with professional sports. But the cost of food and drink is just extremely outrageous. And I get. Look, I'm not trying to be crazy here we we did get into the event for free and there was free parking but what was it for a mickle of light 14 oh. bucks no wait 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 or was it more we maybe bo- we we both you know treated each other right yes two beers each okay i didn't finish the second one i'm not an alcoholic <laughs> well buddy catch up um it was like 40 bucks <laughs> yeah 40 bucks for two beers what are we what are we doing Insane. And it wasn't like a it wasn't like a trough of beer. I mean, it was what I don't know, 16, 20 16 ounces, ounces of draft beer. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going like I'm about to. I don't know how I'm going to do this, 
but I'm going to start doing what I do at golf courses where I just sneak them into my golf bag. Uh, I just refrigerate them the, the night before and make sure I'm ready to go and just pop them out. Um, I don't know how I'm going to, I mean, my mom used to sneak in candies in the, the movie theater, you know, yeah. through a purse, yeah. but I, you know, it's damn near impossible to, to do something like that at, at these ballparks, but I, there's gotta be some kind of creative angle or something. This is a, ma a married couple that I know, I will not divulge their names, but they, when they go to cruises, what they do, they have a plastic sealer. Uh -huh. So vodka or rum, they will use the plastic sealer to do that. And, and they have like little pouches of vodka and little pouches of, uh, of, of, of rum. And then they put it in their suitcase because you can only like mm. take like one bottle of wine or whatever. So that's how they sneak it into the cruises. So could we use the same idea yeah. to the trop? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And the other thing too is again, I mean, I'm I'm nitpicking here. Uh, although the, the cost of food and drink, I don't think that's that's nitpicking. You can lower that just a bit, but you got to pay for Wander Franco's contract and pay for a new stadium. So I get it. But <laughs> man, I thought I was like somewhat technology literate, competent. I mean, you you saw this in person, Ulysses. It took me damn near like 20 minutes to figure out how to download the mobile ticket. I mean, first of all, I forgot my password in the login for MLB.com, but like the, yeah. I had to like log in three different times. I have to download the thing. I have to wait for it to download. Then I have to upload it. And I, I mean, can't I just like text a phone number to the Rays and get some sort of QR code? And, you know, let's do let's do text message ticketing instead of having to go download an app to 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 go through this whole process look 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 if it's seamless if you have the app and it all works awesome it's 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 not rocket science it's awesome it works seamlessly yeah Great. i didn't have the app on me because i just i don't need another app on my phone my philosophy sure however however we live in 2023 why does it only have to be mlb ballpark the app the only way that you can get your thing if you already have that they already have your information my goodness they probably know what brand of underwear we wear okay yeah. they know everything or if we about don't wear underwear us. or if we know if we go commando if we're doing yeah. commando right now they don't know well, they probably do know that but the point is kevin if you can download it through the app can they also send that same qr code on a text message or also right. on your email so you have multiple ways of you to show that qr code okay yes i'm down um so that that's really what i have i've i've a couple little because i mean i know it's been a long time since 2020 fan fest but i went back and looked at the press release from that and I feel like they made a little bit more of an effort and did a little bit more with that fan fest. I don't know if you recall, but there was the the license plate holder that they gave away upon entry while supplies last. That was yeah. one thing. The other thing is they had uh, the idea or promotion of you purchase this bag or sack for $20 and you can stuff as much T-shirts and gear as you want into it. Yeah. And it didn't yeah. seem like, I mean, th those definitely were not, th th were we handed anything when we walked in or was there any sort of. Oh, we were, we were handed uh, a little paper that said where things were, but it wasn't really that. Um, yeah. There wasn't like a giveaway upon entry. Yeah. Cause in no, 2020, all fans received a license plate frame presented by the Florida department of transportation while supplies last. Also fans could purchase 
This was in 2020. Fans could purchase a bag for $20 and stuff it with endless raised t-shirts and other items that stuff a bag. Maybe that's why the yard sale, when you got to it in 2020, there was nothing left uh, because people had the pick of the litter of everything there. But, well, you know, know something we, to, to, you know. That would have been cool. I agree with you. And and honestly, uh, you know, may, maybe we're we're being too nitpicky because they're like, hey, look, we gave Yandi an extension, Springs an extension, Fairbanks an extension, and you want a a little giveaway too? Yeah, yeah, we do. We do, Stu. Yeah. Come on. Something. A keychain. Yeah. Something, bro. Yeah, so I'm with you. Do you have – or was your experience all positive for the most part? Or do you have anything to nitpick? No. I agree Basically. with the, the the pricing. The forty bucks for two beers, I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous. Um, there were long pre-gaming. lines, especially the yard sale one. My goodness, that was a long. <laughs> yeah. And then I didn't really buy anything. I mean, and I hope Melissa and Carlos were not uh, let down either. But I think they right. were. Um, and then it just didn't. Maybe we were there too late. That's... You know, you you did you did say that that was going to be a problem if you get there too late. You might miss out yeah. on good stuff. The thing starts at 11, but you better not get there at 1045 or 1050 or 11. You better get there if you really want to uh, make an imprint. I mean, you sort of got to be waiting in line by like 10 a.m. You know, before yeah. the, even like when the season ticket holders go in as a average fan, you better be there at that time, too, to be one of the first ones in the door. And And maybe next year with the next Fan Fest, instead of a, you know, instead of no giveaway, what they could do is give away built bars yeah. at the entrance. Because if you're looking for a delicious treat and you don't want all the fat and calories, then you have to try built bar. I've told you a thousand times and I will tell you a thousand more times. They're so good because they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And if you want to know the stats of said built bars, they have only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And in 2023, it gets even better because now you don't even have to wait for your box to get to your house after you order from Built.com. You can still do so, but now you can also go to your nearest Walmart today and pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream or whatever flavor you desire. Oh, you don't want to have? A, uh, you don't want to go to Walmart? There's no Walmart near you. Well, go to Sam's Club, and then you can grab a 13-bar box with, let's say, brownie batter. And you can just go to town with that. So today, if you want something delicious without the fat and calories, then you have to try Built Bars. All right. Before we get to uh, some listener comments on their experience at Fan uh, Fan Fest, a couple other observations I had. Did I not hit the nail on the head with the MLB alumni photographs that Seth McClung, Seth McClung-esque types would be part of that thing. You weren't going to get Carl Crawford. You weren't going to get BJ Upton. You weren't going to get James Shields. You weren't going to get Ben Zobrist. It was going to be Seth McClung, Mike DeFelice, guys of that elk. Those were the only two that I, I could see from afar, quite frankly. And I wasn't going to wait in line for their autographs. Yeah, no, they. Uh, that's exactly the the level, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, got to give it up to to Seth McClung to like always say yes to that. Like that's, yeah. that's, that's great. Like we also shout about- out to, I think his nephew who won the NBA dunk contest, Mac McClung. I know they're related in some shape or form. Get out. They're related. Yeah. Yeah. No An athletic, athletic family. Yeah. Seth McClung and Mac McClung are related. That kid 
was I, I know race po podcast just give me 20 seconds people if you have not seen what Mac McClung did during the the dunk contest a, a couple of days yeah. ago please do yourself a favor as a sports aficionado and just watch his highlights he was unreal like I couldn't believe the stuff yeah. that he and I never tune into the dunk contest but it started blowing up on Twitter and I and I started watching it my goodness that kid was so impressive yeah very, no, he very is, cool stuff yeah and um uh, i mean suburban america there's gonna be a lot of mac mcclung jerseys walking around just saying yeah. um but yeah. yeah so that was one thing which by the way mike defelice uh his career war uh 0.5 he played like 12 13 years in the bigs though um and then seth mcclung his uh career war uh, a whopping negative 0.7 um Oof. but you know they they played a long time uh yeah. so that was one thing the other thing too is we we didn't even get to mention this um i mean she didn't necessarily come up to us we went up to her but trisha whitaker we were able to get a little face time with trisha whitaker before you know people left and right were coming up to to take photos and wanting to talk to her i mean you know you have all these baseball players all these raised players and prospects that are escorted by security or law enforcement whatever it may be i think trisha needs a security guard or a yes. police officer to escort her to and from because she was getting like bombarded seemingly i sort of felt bad for her in a way because uh again i don't want to you know make fun of anybody else but some i i feel like some people definitely uh love them some trisha whitaker and she could use some uh security at her side just saying but that's the coolest thing is that she is so approachable. She she's charming like that. That's why so many people can relate to her. You know, she she keeps it loose. She's 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 goofy. I, th I yeah. think she would be OK with us right. saying, you know, she's goofy. She's um she has fun with it. I think she was making a joke like, uh, oh, I'm no Randy Rosarenic when when somebody called her, you're a race legend. <laughs> you know, yeah. but, but she is like she has been uh, with the team since 2019. Like that is that is four years. Like, she's starting her fifth season like that is almost now yeah. half or maybe close to like 40% of what Todd Callis did. And oh, I mean, think about all the, all the race sideline broadcasters that have Name gone them. through the ranks. Yeah. It, 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 Kelly Nash, Michelle Margot. Uh, I don't even remember the, the other three in between. One like, that got married to Brandon Geyer. I think I can't keep track of them all. There's been so many. Uh, exactly. So, so a fifth yeah. season, that is huge huge stuff so yeah trisha was always um uh she was re really nice to talk to and approachable and yeah i mean i saw some pictures of ba was there Dwayne as well they were signing autographs yeah. doug wechter as well so very cool to to have also the broadcast team because these guys are in your living room for 162 games like that's no joke like yeah. we we feel close to them we we know their cadences we know their their voices we know when they're upset we know when they're trying to have fun and and it's really good to for the fans to get some time with them yeah and they'll be on tv regardless of what happens with the valley sports situation something yeah. will happen if they have to bring in a camcorder and broadcast that way it's going to happen uh getting to uh listener comments here we put it out on twitter the best thing about 2023 Rays Fan Fest was blank. The worst thing about 2023 Rays Fan Fest was blank. So running through uh, these comments, because I think it's important for the Rays to hear this, uh, yes. everybody to hear this for that matter. Uh, Patrick Rotella says, best was the yard sale. Worst, extremely long lines for everything. Um, scared money don't make money. 
uh, says one of these days they'll learn to put the $5 sale in the paid autographs and better locations where you aren't smashed in on top of each other. Okay. So that seems to be an ongoing theme here. Um, okay. Everything is coming up. Thrill uh, says uh, one, everyone seemed to have a really good time. That was the good, the bad. I wasn't able to take off work to go because I'm already taking off to go to opening series. Well, that's more of your problem than FanFest. Uh, Caleb says, I didn't get to go, but I liked how many of the prospects and minor leaguers were there. Yeah, um, well, I heard a little birdie say that uh, not everybody made it because a lot of players were stuck in traffic on a bus um, because Doesn't it seemed like we didn't get to see everybody that was projected to be there. I didn't see McClanahan. I didn't see Jeffrey Springs, I think. Yeah. Um, so what happens if you bought an autograph from said players and they didn't show up? Do you get refunded? Uh, that's beyond my pay grade. I'll email. Well, you know what? Later. I'm going to put it out there. If you're one of those fans that bought an autograph from a player and then you and you did not get to get it because they did not show up, give us an I'll email. probably mail you an autograph, right? I don't know. I think that would be really cool. Instead of but just you want the experience back. of seeing the guy like two feet away from you sign the thing and have like yeah. 10 seconds of airtime. Yeah, exactly. Let us know. Let If you're yeah. one of those persons, let, let, let us know what, what what's going to happen. That was the other thing. I mean, we, we tried to like, we wanted to try and say hello to Curtis Mead, but they wheeled him off like he was the governor. Like, I mean, come on. Like, seriously. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I don't know. They took him back. A, it, it was like pro wrestling where they take him behind a curtain and you never see him again. Like, what the it's hell? A, it, 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 there must be like a, a, a giant abyss in the middle of center field with those black curtains because then they were never to be seen again. Yeah, for real. It's like, okay, I know he's the top ranked second ranked prospect, but come on here. Um, John Garvey says, uh, number one, the amazing employees that raise baseball from the top to the players and coaches and definitely all the help everywhere. Courteous, helpful, smiling, all with that contagious love of the game and respect for the fans. Loved it. Uh, Alex Mullen said the best was the yard sale and autographs, the worst lines for autographs and differences in time slash people being late but that was primarily fixed, so I let it slide. Overall, a really fun event. Uh, like to get uh, line to get in also was very long, but it kept moving, so it wasn't too bad. Uh, Michael Burton says won the five yard, uh, the five dollar yard sale hands down was the best. Uh, the worst mm -hmm. was spending thirty four dollars on two chili dogs, a pretzel, and a coke. Yeah, uh, we agree with you there. Uh, Steven says uh, the crowd were insane. Yeah. Two chili dogs. Uh, well, what what else? A pretzel. Two chili dogs, a pretzel, and a coke. That equals two beers. Evidently, price, I guess forty we bucks. Change our yeah. How much was your pizza, by the way? Your little pan pizza that was burnt. Fourteen seventy five, so fifteen bucks. Woof. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, I mean, the, the, really, what you got to do is eat and drink beforehand. Um, and then, you know, hang yeah. out there for a couple hours, then, then go on your way. I will say ballpark rec is a really great atmosphere though. It um, is. it's like yeah. a legit bar brewery, whatever it may be. Um, Steven, uh, AMG says the crowds were insane, had fun though. Wish these people would go to more actual games. Uh, Jeremy Pelias low says how cool the players were to stop to take quick photos, plenty of stuff to do with a large crowd our buddy ryan hill says the best was the yard sale as long as you got there early and seeing the players interacting with the fans 
The worst was, uh, or were the lines in general, the worst one was the Rays Charity Clubhouse Corner. Overall, great experience, though. Um, Trop Top 24, best. There's a lot. Uh, big crowd and excitement, $5 yard sale. Clubhouse tour. I didn't, I totally misremembered the clubhouse tour thing. Uh, yeah. Youth engagement. Yeah, a lot of youth engagement activities. Worst, um, $40 autograph pass per player. It was only 11 to 3 p.m. It should have been 11 to 5 p.m. Yeah, I, I could see where, you know, maybe make it another hour or two longer. Um, you know, that might be something to consider in the future. Uh, Breezy says, uh, one, the best thing about it is it's free. Two, uh, the worst thing about it is the yard sale needs bigger spacing, more organized, and more stuff. Also, the food vendor pricing should be even lower. And then uh, Chris Snyder says, one, seeing the great pictures was awesome. Two, uh, he couldn't go because he lives 700 miles away. I'm curious to see where uh, Chris Snyder lives. We're 700 miles. Hey, again, there's race fans all over, not just in, in Tampa Bay. 700 miles. That's uh, what? Three trips from Tampa to Miami? Hmm. Where do you live, man? Probably North South Carolina? Somewhere, maybe... Uh, like Atlanta area? How many miles is that? Well, that's probably more like 500 miles. Yeah. With that. I don't know. Tell us where you live, man. Yeah, tell us where you live, Chris. And it might be on his Twitter handle for all we know. But anyway, there we go. That's our uh, wrap up of FanFest. Hope you awesome. all enjoyed. And uh, if you have more uh, comments about the event, feel free to post them on YouTube. Send us yes. an email. Very curious yes. about that. All right. Uh, thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On Prospects podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you tomorrow.